Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. You're a swing voter. Yeah, I'm a swing voter. I'm the person that politicians sort of love and hate. Dana Jackson, whose daughter is now in high school, is an independent. She's voting Republican this year, and she sees others like her. I have some friends that are Democrats who have never voted red in their life. And this time they voted every red box they could find. Because their kids matter more than their ideology, which is an affront to the people who believe that ideology is everything. They cannot get past it. They cannot get through it. They cannot believe that you would vote for a Republican or you would vote to not have school boards be in charge of your children, not have unions be in charge of your children. They can't believe that you think you should have a say. That's why they call parents terrorists. That's why they engage in so much hate and division and derision. They can't believe it. That's why they continue to say things like this. He talks about critical race theory. Let's be clear, folks. Critical race theory has never been taught in the Commonwealth of Virginia. He says day one he's going to ban it. He's going to ban something that doesn't exist. Of course it exists. Of course it exists. Of course we know. The the fact that you want to call it anything you want, we call it critical race theory under the banner. That's Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat running for governor in Virginia, in the race of his life against the Republican Glenn Youngkin. And there you first heard this woman saying, I'm an independent voter. But everybody, um, everybody she knows is, is voting for a Republican. Every red box they can find. They're not voting for people. They're not voting for personalities. They're not voting for a strong man. They are voting for their kids. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It is so good to be with you. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. That is the number. On Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Now, I'm sending you a message there, uh, producer Ari, because uh, we're trying to get someone from Virginia to call in, but you, um, you, you need to make this call. You need to make this call. This, this story of this race is inspiring in a multitude of ways. Because it's telling you where the people are. This woman's commentary is amazing and it has to be broken down a little bit better. Listen to what she's saying in this interview. What parents, what families are doing, and this was on the PBS News Hour. She's voting Republican this year, and she sees others like her. I have some friends that are Democrats who have never voted red in their life. And this time they voted every red box they could find. 
every red box they could find is saying, we just don't want their policies. It is a total rejection. A total rejection of their policies. And that is inspiring. That tells a story. That should let you know that when you're talking to your own school board, even in loud tones, you're right. Your kids are worth it. Myself and this woman may have literally nothing else in common. But we got this. That's all we need. I'm not looking for someone to be with me 100%. I just need someone with me on this. And if we can get together on this, maybe we can get together on two other things, and that's the best we can do. Okay, that's the best we can do. Good. But this should be sending shots across the progressive bow all over the place. And I only hope it is. Sending shots over the progressive bow is extremely important. Standing up, being brave, extremely important. Let me give you an example of this outside of this governor's race in Virginia, which is, of course, the race uh, of, of the year. Eh, uh, please, best of luck if you're tuning into cable news tonight. This is all you will see. I am going to be drinking a bourbon and smoking a cigar and watching this happen. I may be doing some live video. You never know. This is the story. But I want to get into this idea of, of these people who are standing up and the importance of standing up and the people who are the, the, these loud vocal uh, minorities who, who want to scream, scream bigotry and, and hate and, and everything else. Let me, let me break this down for you a little bit. This was uh, Senator Ted Cruz at some convention for national conservatism. I had not heard anything about it until the other day. Listen. I'm going to commit a radical act. I'm going to speak the truth. America is great. Christopher Columbus discovering America was a good thing. George Washington was an extraordinary national hero. Thomas Jefferson was an extraordinary national hero. Abraham Lincoln was an extraordinary national hero. Police officers keep us safe. It is incredible that these things would be somehow objectionable. That Thomas Jefferson is a, is a national hero is true. That Thomas Jefferson is an important founding father and paved the way to a better future. Thomas Jefferson has done more for America than Colin Kaepernick ever has. That is not a conversation about whether or not Thomas Jefferson was perfect or some parts of his own history are awful. Slavery is always evil. But the Constitution is quite exceptional. Quite exceptional. And the idea that Thomas Jefferson or George Washington should be scrubbed from history is barbaric, pushed forth by barbarians who should be fought. These same barbarians think they know best for your kids, and you're seeing parents fight. You messed with their kids. What are you, nuts? It's the third rail, baby. You don't mess with their kids. You mess with their kids. Now you face the mama bear. 
Oh, and a whole bunch of Papa Bears. Let's be perfectly, perfectly clear. Colin Kaepernick, he does a special on Netflix. And as I, I refuse to watch the special, so I'll tell you what the reporting says. Producer Ari, maybe you saw it. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. In the special on Netflix, Colin Kaepernick, it's, it's all about him. It's about his life. He compares the NFL to slavery and how the NFL is just selling off uh, these, these black bodies for, for, for profit. He actually did this, said this. Now, of course, no part of this is true. And also, we, we should be clear, um, uh, he you know, should be thankful he'll never have to worry about the NFL again because he's never going to play again. Good thing he's out of that system. But to compare the NFL to slavery is insane because you didn't have to play in the NFL. You could have done anything. You chose to play in the NFL, and now you're upset that they've got a system. Meanwhile, there are people out there defending Colin Kaepernick. This is a woman by the name of Zerlina Maxwell. I don't know Zerlina Maxwell, but... The NFL is a league made up of mostly black players, but run by an almost entirely white group of team owners. We talk a lot on this show about how the league has struggled to balance that dynamic, particularly in the face of last year's racial justice protests and reckoning. But it's also hard to ignore some of the images that come to mind when thinking. Hold on. You're going to balance the dynamic. So you want to throw out some white owners to get some black owners and you're going to throw out some black players to get some white players. That's what you're going to do, right? No? So what dynamic do you, are you going to balance? You, if you're not going to throw out black players to get white players in order to balance the dynamic or something, well, then you're not really balancing anything. Now are you? The way the league functions. Every year, a mostly black group, group of players are valued based on their physical ability. They're told to run, jump, tackle. All to demonstrate their strength. Yes, it's football. That's exactly what they have to do. They have to demonstrate their skill set. For what other reason are they getting paid millions of dollars a year? Is this a real conversation? You didn't notice that your ideology is insane, criminally daft? The football player has to tackle. We, we explained this to people all across the country, and they responded with, well, of course the football player has to tackle, unless, of course, you play for the Detroit Lions. Oh, oh, man. Who would say otherwise? What is this woman talking about? One by one, they're literally auctioned off to one of the mostly white team owners. Not saying that the league is inherently racist, but it does have a power dynamic that intersects with race and is absolutely worthy of scrutiny. Over the week- You're out of your head. It turns out this show is on Peacock, so that's owned by NBC. It's not worthy of scrutiny on any level of racial basis. People pick players for all sorts of reasons. By the way, Tom Brady was picked in the sixth round. And if you take a look at the photos of him then, he had the body mass of producer Ari. It was worse than that. Seven rings. 
But this is the kind of nonsense that exists and we're told is somehow news. These are things we really have to look at. The league can't decide who they want. You know, they don't always take every person who tries out for the Olympics. They take the fastest or the strongest. They don't take every person. Can you believe that? And teams don't take every person. Yes, they are there to perform a skill. They show off their skill set, and then they get hired by different teams. I, when I got into radio, did a three-day tryout. That's what you do. Let me ask you, do you know an actor who did an audition? I mean, maybe some people the tippy-tippy-top. User Lena, did you try out for the show? You're not woke. You're ridiculous. You're not standing up for black Americans. You are playing the part of the fool for the ideological. And we notice, and we're laughing, but the problem is that people like you, and I'm talking about the woke, have this outsized influence on culture and our society. So we have to stop laughing and we have to start fighting back. Exactly what's happening. Exactly what's happening. And do you know how I know this is happening? Because a woman I have never heard of before and probably will never meet in Virginia said this. She's voting Republican this year, and she sees others like her. I have some friends that are Democrats who have never voted right in their life. And this time they voted every red box they could find. In many ways, it's faith restored. It has got to be the most important line I have heard in 2021. They're not voting for a candidate. They're voting for every red box they could find. Because their kids need to be safe. And Democrats don't keep their kids safe. Wait till that starts playing out across the cultural landscape. I'm looking forward to that day, and I'm going to push hard to make it happen quick. I'm Tony Katz.